Welcome to r slash choosing beggars, where someone expects $19,000 for free. On this next post, OP works at a vendor company, and one of their clients sent this letter. To whom it may concern, dear valued vendors, Choosing Beggar wishes your family and friends the happiest of holidays. We have thoroughly enjoyed partnering together throughout the year. We will be celebrating the holidays with our staff on December 7, 2021. We would like to take this opportunity to request the participation of our valued vendors in contributing gifts to celebrate our dedicated staff members. All items and gifts donated will be accepted gratefully, but as a guide, we've listed a few items below for reference. Gift cards, preferably over $100. Alexa Echo. iPads. Rain Camera. Apple Watch. AirPods. Roomba. TVs, and MacBooks. We sincerely appreciate your participation in celebrating the holidays with our valued staff, and we look forward to continuing business with you in the new year. Sincerely, Choosing Beggar. Man, when they started the list of items to buy and they opened with gift cards, preferably over $100, I was like, yeesh, that is steep. But then they go down to TVs and MacBooks? <laughs> okay. This feels less like an invitation to send gifts to one of your clients and more like extortion. Like, hey, send us TVs and MacBooks or we'll find a different vendor to buy our supplies from. So, guess what? There's no food in the house and my mom said that she's not buying food because the house is dirty and until it's clean, she won't buy anything. Parent of the year, am I right? I've barely eaten anything in the last few days, and I feel exhausted because of it. And she wants me to clean the house on an empty stomach? The house isn't even that dirty. There's just dishes in the sink and poop around the house because of my brother's dog. I also love the fact that my brother's going out with his girlfriend, and he's getting food out of it, and my mom isn't even going to stop him. You'd think that if she's stopping me from eating, then she would stop him, too. So, why is she stopping me from eating? I love this for me. Then, oh my god. Then someone down in the comments says, How old are you now? I'm not being a smartass. I actually want to know. I'll be 23 in a month or so. And yes, I do have a job. Just no money until the next paycheck. Okay, then leave. I'm working on that. I can't just get up and leave without a plan. And then someone else replies, You're 23 and you're living at home? You aren't buying your own groceries? And your mom is offering to buy you groceries if you just clean the shared living space? I'm confused here. Are you trying to get people to feel bad for you? This is the most entitled, bratty thing that I've ever read. And anyone else who reads this will leave significantly dumber. Do your mom a favor and move out. <laughs> what? Why is this guy fixated on the laundry thing and not the fact that there are literal piles of dog poop that people are, I guess, stepping over as they go about their da their daily business? <laughs> She's honestly like, oh, the house isn't that dirty. There's just literal piles of feces all over the house. So not a big deal. Lady, that's not just dirty. That crosses the line over into filthy. Do I have any 23-year-old listeners out there? Are you completely incapable of cleaning when you're hungry? Is that, is that what it's like to be 23 nowadays? <laughs> Do you just look at a pile of feces and you're like, well, it's not that bad. It's okay. I don't, I don't mind it that much. I mean, it makes the entire house smell like dog do, but, you know, no big deal. 
What is a big deal is that my mommy isn't buying me free food. My husband got a guitar for Christmas, and I would love someone in the Wellington area to just give him a few free playing lessons together to teach him something. I googled free lessons near me, and nothing free came up. And what was free was all online. Aren't there people out there who will teach people how to do stuff for free nowadays just in the interest of meeting new friends to hang with? I hope this makes sense. Lady, it's called YouTube. Selling MacBook Computer. Hi, is this still available? Yep, it's still available. I'm here due to a sudden emergency surgery for my daughter, so I'm not completely strapped for cash because I just had to pay for surgery bills. I'm very desperate to get this for myself because I have to stay here for two weeks due to her surgery and I don't have a way to study for my university exams. I'm just wondering what the lowest you could do is or if you would be willing to give it away just to help a family in need, please. I know this is a really big ask, but I'm so desperate and I'm worried that I'll fall behind on my studies while I'm stuck here. Are you able to help me out at all, please? No. F you! On this next post, someone has clearly had enough of choosing beggars. Selling three bar stools for 300 bucks. I'm selling three white and brushed silver adjustable height bar stools. Like new. 300 bucks for all three. Important, please read. One, I would rather throw them out than negotiate on price. Two, if you email me to negotiate, I will sell them for your negotiated price to someone else. 3. If you agree to pick them up and show up with less than 300 bucks, I will burn them in front of you. I was here last week, and the chef let me try the lobster bisque. I was wondering about the bourbon filet. The filet is great. It's one of the few items that's been on the menu since we opened. How'd you like the bisque? It was fantastic! I worry that the family won't like the filet. Can you make me one so we can try it, and then maybe we might order a family meal? Sure. How would you like it cooked? It'll be 34 bucks after tax. I was thinking that it would be free, like the bisque. I'm sorry. Filet mignon is expensive, and I can't hand out samples. You did with the bisque? No, my chef did. And instead of bringing you back to buy a bowl, it just brought you back to get something else for free. This is not a polite way to treat a customer. You haven't paid for anything. Therefore, you're not a customer. So long, and don't forget to go huff some paints. I'm sure they have free samples as well. Down in the comments, we have this story from Elegant Habit. On this next post, OP is a waiter, and he's roughly recounting an encounter that he had with a Karen at a restaurant. We had a choosing beggar who would come to our cafe for free soup samples each day. He never bought anything, but he took up our largest table and covered it with books and newspapers. This was a cafe inside a bookstore. He'd park there all day, buying nothing and nursing his soup sample. After months of this, we finally asked him to leave or pay. He was outraged. He said with utter conviction, I'm one of your best customers. On this next post, Opie is giving away a free Ikea dresser. I'm still an hour away, but okay, I'll see you soon. Is there a sticker on the inside wall of the dresser with a model number? No, but the style of the dresser is Malm. If there's no sticker, then I can't be sure that it's Ikea. Are there warning stickers in the drawers? No, we pulled all the stickers off when we built it, but it is Ikea. If you don't want it, then no worries. It's too far for me to not know for sure. Cool. 
I was really confused on this post because it's like, since when do people care about getting like brand name Ikea furniture? Like they're going to get some sort of street cred the way they would with Supreme or, or Gucci or whatever. And it turns out that Ikea recalled the mom dressers because they weren't stable. So what's really going on here is the choosing beggar wants to make sure that this has the official stickers on it so that he can go return it to Ikea and get the refund. So I guess not a choosing beggar, just a good old-fashioned scam artist. Help set up the locker room before game time. Long before the players and coaches arrive to do business in Exact Tech Arena, you can help the equipment staff make all the necessary preparation to the locker room and bench area. You can outfit each locker, check the pressure on the basketballs and more in this truly unique experience. Your day will start early, hours before tip-off, at the basketball practice complex. As you pass national championship trophies and final four floors from years gone by, you'll load up the equipment truck with shoes, uniforms, game balls, warm-up gear, and everything the team needs for game day. When you arrive at Exact Tech Arena, you'll help the equipment staff set up the locker room and bench area. It doesn't get any more behind the scenes in this incredible experience. Purchase does not... Wait, purchase? Wait, what? Purchase does not include admittance to the game. Purchase. Purchase. Purchase does not include admittance to the game. $350 each. Wait, what? Oh, oh, they're not paying you. They expect you to pay them. Okay. So when I started reading this post, I thought it was going to be one of those like job postings that was just a really terrible job and the pay is terrible. But it's not. It's a ticketed experience. These people expect you to pay them $350 for the privilege, for the opportunity to wake up super early and do, what, custodial work around some basketball arena? And and even then, you still have to buy tickets to the game. I was so confused by this post, dude. I was like, $350 for just like a morning of doing like basic custodial work. This doesn't seem too bad. Why is this on r slash choosing beggars? Why does this have 9,000 upvotes? But it's like, aha, because they literally want you to pay to work for them. And apparently, I don't know anything about basketball, so I'm going based on the comments down here. But apparently the exact tech arena isn't like a professional NBA basketball team. It's just some University of Florida basketball team. So it's not like you're going to, you know, cross paths with LeBron James or something. Dear Santa, hi, so I'm guessing you picked up this letter and you're wondering, is this going to be like all the other letters asking for things? Well, no, it's not. I'm not here to ask for something of my own. This year, what I'm asking for is coming deep from my heart. You see, alongside this letter, you probably see my brother's as well. He's asking for iTunes gift cards. I think that's a good gift for him, but honestly, there's something more that he would like. There's a computer he wanted a while back, but due to its price, our parents couldn't get it for him. Watching him get turned down made me sad, so I went out of my way to try to save money for his computer. Unfortunately, the computer is $6,189, and I only managed to save $200. So, my reason for writing this letter is to ask for $6,000 in Visa cards. I know that I could have actually asked in this letter for the computer itself, but I want to contribute my $200 to the cost. My mom can use her credit card when I trade my Visa cards and money saved with her. 
It would make me really happy to have a Christmas where I'm giving rather than getting. Thank you for reading my letter, and I hope you have a wonderful holiday season, even though I wrote this in November, lol. Sincerely, Elizabeth. You see, I'm not a selfish person because I don't want something for myself. I want something for another person. All I'm asking for is one little gift of $6,000 in credit cards. That's it. Just that one tiny little thing. Just $6,000, please. Also, over the years, I've acquired several computers for my business as a YouTuber. I actually have three at the moment. One that I use in my recording booth, one that I use for like my editing and my personal like game station, and then a third, which I set up in another room because I might start another project soon and that computer's for that project. And not one of those three computers is worth anywhere close to $6,000. 6K is ludicrous for a machine. My most expensive computer is like my dedicated editing and rendering machine. And if you don't know, rendering is really, really intense on a computer. And even though I like pimped out that computer with some really impressive hardware because I need to be able to use like Premiere Pro and Photoshop and all these intensive editing programs on that computer, still, I think it was under like 2500 So asking for 6K is absolutely mind-blowing. I think that more than likely what's happening here is that this isn't a kid at all. This is just probably some adult who's trying to scam whatever this organization is into giving him 6K in credit cards. We can spend it in, you know, whatever. Like, it's super coincidental that her brother is asking for iTunes gift cards, which is a really, really commonly sought after item for scammers. My name is Nadia, and I absolutely love your custom Air Force Ones. I was wondering if you'd be interested in sending me a pair for free in exchange for promotion of your products and brands on my social media account. Here's my link, tiktok.com slash such and such. I would absolutely love to promote your product. I've gotten 1,000 to 7,000 views on some unboxing videos and over 900 likes on those videos as well. Let me know what you decide. I can give you my shipping information and contact info if needed. I look forward to hearing back from you. Sincerely, Nadia. And then OP replies, I don't give out $180 shoes for free. And I also have more likes and followers than you on TikTok, so your answer is no. I very briefly started a TikTok account just to see if my type of content would do well on TikTok. And the answer is no, for the most part. I would get like a couple thousand views per video, so I kind of dropped it. But one thing I learned on TikTok is that a thousand to five thousand views on TikTok is is nothing. It's chump change. It's pathetic. It is definitely not enough to be asking people for free $180 worth of product. Review one star. My fiance and I went to see the property, and my father unexpectedly passed away on the same day. We wrote a heartfelt letter and we included that in our offer. The owner then personally reached out to see if we could make a deal happen. I'm sure that he was eager to sell during these uncertain times, too. I explained that we couldn't offer any more money since we were already at the max amount that our bank would allow with our Veterans Affair loan. After telling my agent about the situation, he offered to reduce his commission to make the deal work. I then talked to the owner, and he said to submit the offer, and maybe his agent would do the same to help him out. The only thing left to get the deal done was for this listing agent to agree to do the same, but she refused to help. It's unfortunate, because now you have an owner who can't sell to a willing buyer. 
I understand that it is not the realtor's responsibility to reduce commissions, that it's simply a choice they can make to help their clients. At a time when unemployment is over 20 million people and people are asking for forbearances on their mortgage, she decided not to help. Then the realtor replies, It's rather sad and frustrating that it was demanded of me to reduce my commission. It may not have felt like a demand, but after going online and providing me a poor review on every portal you could locate because I wouldn't bend to your wishes demonstrates that you were making demands. And best of all, you weren't even my client. My client also never asked me to reduce my commissions until much, much later. What my client didn't tell you was that I already reduced my commission prior to taking the listing. I was then told that I had to reduce my commission again by you to make the deal work. All in all, I reduced my commissions by over 1.25%. As a quick aside, my understanding of realty is that the standard commission is 6%, which is split between the two agents, so 3% to each. So this realtor was originally standing to make 3% commission, which they reduced by 1.25%, so that's almost not quite half of her total commission. So honestly, that's a huge discount. Anyways, back to the post. What you may not know while you are demanding me to reduce my commissions is that I have a team that I also have to compensate. My girl spent several days at the property cleaning it to get it ready to be listed. We paid for drone photography, a 3D tour, professional photos, coordinated with staging companies, and we let in HVAC companies to service the house. We also acted as a delivery service to deliver the homeowner's personal goods from another location in town, and so much more. My duty is always to my client, and you were not my client in any capacity. I realize it's frustrating. However, I didn't feel like this was the best deal for my client, as the entire market has actually shown signs of being boosted by COVID. I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that this is a $1.5 million home. This person complained about unemployment, but then they expect the realtor to work for free. Okay, so I did the math, and if it's correct, 1.25% of $1.5 million is $18,750. So this choosing beggar was literally expecting this realtor to give up nineteen grand just so she could get her house cheaper. And it's like, what does that have to do with your dad dying? I mean, I'm sorry, lady, but what do you expect me to do? Be like, I'm so sorry your dad died. Here's $19,000 out of my pocket. Honestly, I have a sneaking suspicion that every single time this lady tries to buy her house, her dad tragically and unexpectedly dies. That was r slash choosing beggars. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.